Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. I've been better. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's a whole lot of shit and some giggles. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. How is everyone? What's your name again? Uh, sorry, there's supposed to be glitter and rainbows in there, but we're not feeling very glittery yes. and rainbowy today. I'm Kim Haynes, <laughs> midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rout, midwife at a small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant at the same small out of hospital practice. Should we not redo that horrible? No, we should not redo it because opening. it's going along with the mood today. <laughs> But um, I'm well, so surprised we're here right now, honestly. I know. I'm, I'm shocked we're soon. recording. I'm so. actually kind of proud of ourselves, but we're hoping that this episode's going to be a shorty, but a goodie. Yeah. Um, lots of good stuff. Because, yeah. We so, ain't got much time. We actually haven't recorded much this month. Um, we did our loss episode, um, and some of the other episodes we released had been pre-recorded. So there's a lot of things that we have gotten behind on, like thanking everything. everything. Yeah. And that's part of what this episode's going to be about, is like our crazy month of hell of births. Mm -hmm. um, but also... We have some new patrons that we need to shout out yeah, to. Yeah, we do. Woo so excited. So excited to have you as patrons. Um, so our first one is a lady named Anna Osborne. Hey, Hannah. And uh, Hannah let us know that she loves our podcast. She is thinking about becoming a birth worker, and she's currently a birth worker for horses. That's so cool. And... Thank you so much for becoming a patron. We're so excited to have you, and we hope that you learn a lot and become inspired to follow your passion and birth and don't get scared off by all of this <laughs> action. <laughs> That's actually one of my dreams is to see a horse birth. I missed one by like an hour a couple years ago, and I'm like, ah! So, so I'm so jealous you do that. I one time pulled out a cow by its leg. That was weird. That is you that's that's a shame. That's crazy. Like you're not technically no. supposed to have to do that. No, mm -hmm. the cow was having trouble though, so we had to help. Yeah, it takes a lot of force. Yeah, I can't imagine. I watched that. My, you, my grandma mm -hmm. was obsessed with that TV show where they birth animals uh, when she had dementia, and she was like all of like always like, God, they're working so hard. Look at the sweat. <laughs> like, that's yeah, a lot of work. <laughs> I was like, Wow, dementia is fun. And then I was so scared <laughs> that the cow was gonna kick me afterwards because I was behind it, and the person with me is like, Oh, she's way too tired to kick you. And I was like, Oh. I don't, I don't know. We've been kicked before when people are tired. So. Yeah. Uh -huh. Bitten. Bitten. You know, all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So Devana called me this morning out of nowhere. Yeah. To tell me about the birth of the kittens because she took two of our kittens. Aw. And they had babies Failed already? to get them both spayed. And they're both pregnant. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say they had babies together. <laughs> no. They're both pregnant. And she was like, oh, my gosh. It was so they amazing. They live nowhere. Where are the cats that are they're procreating they with coming from? They have many other cats. Oh, okay. So she said the other pregnant cat, her sister, like was just right there with her. And when Aww. the babies would come out, it was like the mama would lick the baby. But then the sister was licking the baby and massaging Aww, the mom. Like so they were just like. Sweet. And she said all the farm animals started like. It was like, you know, from The Lion King. Like when Charlotte's Web. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, it was so amazing. 
was so magical. And I was like, well, that sounds awesome. I also feel like Tavada is just the person who would like look at like a normal cat birth and make it really magic. Well, she said the cat <laughs> jumped up on the pole that she, she was in the garden, jumped up, looked her right in the eye, and then her water broke all over the What? Whoa. Isn't that weird? What? So she's like, that cat was talking to me. It was meowing. That's yeah. That's why we call him she's meow. She's basically Snow White. That's nuts. Yeah. And just broke her water all over the thing and yeah it so, was awesome so basically if animals start taking over the world devon is going to be the person that i'm going to have on my team yeah <laughs> so who's our next patron we have to shout out our to? next one is jesse johnson Johnson. that was actually jessica johnson calling me <laughs> when you said yours were burning How, what are the chances <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well she is currently saving our life right now she really so is but that was so weird so um, much. anyway jessica she's awesome she's an amazing doula she's an amazing doula, postpartum doula bereavement doula she's she does it all a mom she's a jack of all trades and we love her she's also the office person at the birth center you work at kim she, she also is, has a yeah, lot of feelings which is i appreciate since I, a lot of people in my life don't have any feelings she's mm. the one taking emily's spot right now while emily is on yeah postpartum leave and I think they're trying to suck her back into staying. Oh, I'm sure oh. they are. You don't like Boba Jam like Jesse Johnson. No. <laughs> she anyway. knows how to manage stuff. And who is yeah. the other patron that we need to? Heather Day. Heather, Heather Day. Day. Listen, I don't know Welcome. if you've seen her adorable Facebook posts, her pictures, but she's just too effing cute. It's yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. She I has not describe them. She has adorable babies. Um, Jen was her midwife for her last birth. I stayed downstairs out of the way like I was supposed to. But then when I heard champagne was happening, <laughs> she I ran up the stairs, did go upstairs. And Nikki was trying to get everyone to smile. But she has one particular baby that has a lot of emotion and she was not yes. having it. And she was glaring at the camera like a supermodel. Anyway, Heather's amazing. She's awesome. I love her. Welcome, Heather. Welcome. Um, thank you guys so much for supporting us on our podcasting journey. Yeah, it is quite a journey. Also, we apologize if Patreon's not been rocking, but we have so many fun videos to post. So get ready for those. Yes. They are coming your way. Yeah, we definitely have been failing on them. So as we were saying, <laughs> this has been a really, really crazy month it has. and we've had a lot of births and i feel like we've barely even seen each other at all no i've i don't think i've actually just had like hangout time with you guys yet yeah this, since a month ago i know so yeah hopefully as we progress into may we'll get more of that but doesn't look like we're going to <laughs> it feels so far away <laughs> i will say that i have had more babies this month than i have ever done in a month in my entire doula career wow. in 15 years yeah it's That's crazy been, and it's been so interesting because they all took me by surprise um you know people who i thought were going to go late went early mm -hmm. people who i thought were going to have really long births had hour-long births people that i thought were going to have hour-long births had three-day long births like <laughs> It's just been... So what did you learn? That you know nothing? <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow. Yeah. And I also learned again that the same thing keeps happening, that where we mentioned something. So do you remember when we were recording last week and you mentioned to my mom that... Um, yes. That some people can have like eight minute apart contractions. I do and remember up, that. Yeah. Yes. I got called to a birth like as that episode was ending. And that happened to me that night. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So and she was a she was a 
Prime up too. So it was her first baby. And so they end up deciding to go to the center. And um, so we get she gets there. She's already six centimeters dilated. That's amazing. And her contractions were eight minutes apart. That happened in Portland. My client, my friend in Portland had a really wonky contraction pattern. And I was like, you're prodromal. You're yep. maybe in early labor. And then so I dragged her to the chiropractor. Then we went to her prenatal. She was five centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> And I do have to say, I also learned, because I use rebozos, you know, when I'm helping people push, but usually not the way you do it around your back. And so this mom that I went to, um, she she got there at like six centimeters, but then she had one of those things where I like kept going and going and then she had a anterior lip. And um, so it was just like a really long transition stage for her. And then when she finally got to the point where she was pushing, it was like just pushing and pushing and pushing. And like we could see the baby's head, but like there wasn't much progression being made for like an hour. And so I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to do what Kim does. <laughs> so I put that rebosa around my back, put her legs on my knees. And um, that's when she started having the baby. I'm telling you, it's magical. It, and I felt like I could control what, where the baby's head was with my back. So every time I'd pull yes. back, the yes. baby's head would come out mm-hmm. more. And now you know like, why Ooh. I sweat profusely when I, I do like that. I like that. <laughs> I like this trick. It's like why your like, arms are shaking, <laughs> and your then, arm flaps are shaking, and your your like chins. I'm talking about myself, not you. And then my chins are shaking. And then Sharon walks in the room, and she goes, she goes, oh, pulling a Kim over there, aren't you? <laughs> And oh, I, go, I like that I have a name. Why? A yes, I am. The Kim Maneuver. <laughs> the Kimover. Put it in the books. <laughs> the Kimover. But <laughs> and then that's when this person, you realize the person is a, <laughs> likes to laugh at herself a lot. <laughs> Kimover. Kim Maneuver. Yeah. Kim Come maneuver. on over, baby. Um, so, but then when I went and did her postpartum, she she did mention, she was like, I am so thankful that you did that because that is what I felt like finally helped me get over the hump and make progress and get the baby out and I was like you can thank my best friend Kim (laughs) I it has been really fun to watch your journey of becoming more hands-on like just do this just touch there well I have started to realize as I've been doing more and more births that I used to be so so hands-off and there was these moms that would get exhausted and end up transferring because something could have been done sooner and so I don't know. I've just maybe I'm just harnessing my inner Kim more and I'm going somewhere in don't between. Don't overdo it. <laughs> well, I'm not going to overdo it. I don't think it's her like go to her natural inclination no. is to step back. But now she's now you got like, the, I don't know. You've seen it work enough times. So you're like, I got this. Yeah. We're all adapting each other. For example, my hair is slowly becoming a unicorn. Just <laughs> it like, is slowly working. It's way to the top like of your head. So we're all just. Taking yeah. the best parts of each other. I'm, and I'm channeling my inner Kim because apparently I took over my friend's birth in Portland when there was already uh, five midwives. I do that sometimes. <laughs> no, more, you, just, more just like being hands on more than anything. You have done really good, Kim, at being like, You're stepping actually, back. I'm going to step back. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped the whole the whole lip thing. You know, like we keep seeing lips or everyone complains about a lip. And I'm just like. Let's just not check, yeah. you know, which 
I go back and forth. I guess it just depends on if I have a birth where there's a horrible lip. And I've seen hit lips that literally come out of their vagina. Yeah. So then after that happens, I'm more likely to check. But well, then as time goes on, I just don't. Well, so the, and that's the thing is that I'm more likely to be like if there's a lip, there just needs more time. But I've had all these births where there has been no check. Right. And the mom is obviously in transition or obviously or to the point where she's pushing. But nothing's happening for hours. Yeah. And so then it's like at some point it's like, is she complete? And the baby's just not coming down or is there a lip? And most of the time there's been a lip. And two of them that we had, the lip was so crazy that the baby actually got cap it mm-hmm. from the, the I was going to say, I'm the yeah. opposite. I've actually become more hands on with lips, I feel like, because I'm just tired of watching these poor moms struggle over a well, fucking lip. Give a Benadryl. Like, I love Benadryl for lips. Yeah. And the more well, that- I... That's helpful if it's swelling, but right. if it's not swelling. Right. These are just these are just like non swollen lips. I think the difference is there's a lip and then there's almost complete. A lip is yeah. going to be swollen. A lip of a cervix left isn't going to hold a labor up. It's not going to swell. It's not going to cause issues. So when I think back on Brock's birth and the god awful grinding pubic pain that I was having yeah every mom now in the last several months that has had a lip like I just happened to go check they want to be checked and I'm Mm -hmm. like oh you do have an anterior lip it's a little swollen and they're all complaining of a grinding pubic pain they're like oh my god it just hurts right here and I'm like that's a lip so now say show me where your pain is and if they point to their pubic bone I'm like that's a lip take some Benadryl lay on your side and let it go away so see this client she had more than a usual amount of pain and was not handling her labor well because of that. And I could tell there's just something not right. And she did have a lip, but it was not swollen, but it it had been there. It just wouldn't go away. Just wouldn't go away. I think sometimes too, it's like the lip can act like a hammock and wrap and which is why mm-hmm. the baby had cap it yeah so then if the baby is like stuck on that lip the, the lip isn't going to go away yeah. yeah so then getting their butt up and like, then you're the like air. worried about swelling at that point right and then the swelling does that. happen so i think it just depends like do we catch it in time does it resolve on its own but anytime i hear that pain yeah i'm like okay get their butt up in the air jiggle that baby back out and then have them lay down for a bit and then that lip will just go away on yeah. its own not always yeah but a lot of times, look at how much we learn 15 I know, years later. But I did learn from that birth because eventually, because um, we did give more time for the lip to go away and then it didn't. And so eventually the lip got held out of the way. But once that lip was gone and it wasn't like, I guess it was getting pinched between the baby's head and her um, pubic bone. Right. Um, she handled labor completely normally. Yeah. Right. That pain um, goes away. That's yeah. how it was with Brock. It's almost like normal pain of labor, right? And then like abnormal pain of labor. It's like you're not like the pain from stubbing your toe is totally different because it's not meant to be there the same way like the pain of like a trapped lip is like oh so much harder God. to deal with because that's not supposed to happen in yeah. labor. But, I, but oh, sorry. No, yeah. I just want to repeat like if you do know that a mom could push if the lip were gone, if and I've said this like so many times, but if any provider is going to move the lip, it needs to be done in between contractions. Yeah. So you want to push it back behind the baby's head and then hold it there yeah. until a contraction comes and then wait until the head comes down. Because if you try to push a lip back while she's contracting, it's not going to do any good. Back and come yeah. Back yeah. Down. That's anyway. good advice. Um, Just a suggestion. Mayor's suggestion. Yeah. But definitely. Mayor suggestion. Oh. But. I also kind of went back and forth. Are you the mayor? <laughs> I actually went back and forth because 
on with this mom because the way she was handling labor, I was like, if I make her do anything else, um, like positionally, she's probably going to like lose her stuff. So it, there was also that like internal battle in me too like between like exhausted and when what is, yeah, yeah what is actually is there actually something wrong or is this mom who's having a hard time in labor um, if I try and get her to put her butt up in the air and her chest down on the floor like is she just going to completely lose it and that's going to mess things up and so it's like that really fine line and sometimes you don't know why a mom is handling labor until after it goes away. So after that lip went away and she was like normal and kept going, I was like, oh, okay. It was because there was something abnormal causing her more pain yeah. than most people go through. I do feel like that's just something that comes with more experience too, like finding that line between like what is asking, like what, what do they have left to give and when is it time to become more hands on? Yeah. Like that's like one of the, I think one of the most important skills to learn, but one that takes such a long time. And then you're always going to have like your like randos that like completely throw off what you think you've learned. Yeah. Cause some people, if you step in too soon, will be upset about that. And mm -hmm. some people, if you don't step in sooner, will be upset. So it's like, I like when they verbalize that because I have several clients that we've had a bunch of babies together and they'll say well with the last one like the first one we were super hands off like su well it went so fast and then the second one was super hands off to try to slow it down but then it went too long so maybe this time we could find a happy medium and i'm like yeah i don't know where happy medium <laughs> yeah land you tell is. me where that is <laughs> but we're gonna find it <laughs> but then like that third birth will like be completely different and like completely the baby different. will just like blows, come out blows everything out of the water <laughs> and it's like and then we all realize we just can't control birth. We do the best we can yeah, every I time. I, I give up. I, I do don't. feel like women give us so much grace, right? Like we'll have our occasional moms who are like really not content with what happens. But generally speaking, people are so understanding of the things we ask them to do and the decisions that we help them make along the way. Especially if they know that like we're making it at a place where it's like trying to include them in the decision yeah. and explaining what we're doing, not just like doing it to them. Mm -hmm. It's like this is why we feel like you need to do this and you can say yes or you can say no. Yeah. I had to be a doula like probably for the first time. I've never gotten to just be a doula. I've always been like a birth assistant and then a student and then a midwife. And so I was like terrified that I was going to be laboring with my friend at home and then just like get into home birth mode and not leave because that's my happy place. So I was like hyper aware of like, no, like knowing when it was time to go. And so she started having finally like started having regular contractions every couple of like every four minutes. And she was like in it and verbalizing. I was like, OK, let's go because it's also traffic. So like I don't want us to get stuck in traffic going to the birth center. And of course, like we get there and her labor stops completely for hours. I was like, oh, I did it too soon. <laughs> it was too soon. I I did it the opposite of what I thought I was going to do. Such a hard decision to try and make. It really, well, you, really is. You are a brand new doula. That was your I know. first doula. <laughs> I know. Do you want to do a little shout mistake. out to um, the birth center that you went to visit? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so surreal. So I flew out to Portland to go be with a friend in labor and and I am trying to be better about being on social media. So I posted a picture of me on the plane saying like, hey, how far do you go for a birth? I'm flying nine hours. And uh, the birth center, Alma Midwifery, reached out to me on Instagram. was like, oh, my gosh, if you're coming to Portland, like, come see us. And I realized that that's the center my friend was birthing at, but they didn't know that. And so I like 
when I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'll be there tomorrow. For, uh, and I didn't say why because I didn't want to like do HIPAA or anything like that. And they're like, oh, okay, that's right. I'm great. It's so <laughs> weird. We didn't mean it, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then I like got to Portland and I said to my friend, I was like, have you told them about my podcast? And she's like, no, like I've listened to you, but I've never mentioned it to them. So they had no idea. It was like completely unrelated. And so then I go to this prenatal and like there was like this gorgeous like older like midwife there who's been doing this for like 30 years and owns this beautiful center like real life goals right and she's like so compassionate and like so hippie and like really like life goals like she like she stood behind my friend and like held her belly and like rocked with her to try to get the baby in a better position and she called instead of calling it prodromal she called it sacred what was it preparation no like (laughs) sacred tightenings or sacred quickening or something just like really beautiful language and I was just like oh my gosh who's this beautiful human and then uh, it was like hey can we take I didn't say it's you it was that's who it was it was you well so you're if I don't become an embittered old hag yeah so you're geeking out because you're I'm geeking out because she's got this amazing center this is who I'm striving to be yeah and so then like I was my friend's prenatal so I didn't want to like say anything so at the end of it I was like hey can we take a you know let's take a picture of you and your like cute little outfit for the podcast and the woman like turns and goes wait are you wine about birth and I was like yeah and she's like oh my god which one are you and I was like I'm Meredith and she was like oh my gosh like she couldn't tell I know well <laughs> I no I mean I said that I was like I'm the really feel she's like which one was that? I was like I'm just like the one that has all the feelings with the armpit hair <laughs> <laughs> and she was like oh my gosh like did you get married like she knew stuff about my life that's so yeah, weird and, and cool it was so <laughs> random and so sweet and she like took us on the tour of the center and she just like was phenomenal and went like over really above and beyond and my friend was dying because she was like before we even got there um she was like mayor like you are fangirling this lady harder than she's fangirling you like you are being so <laughs> extra right now but I was like this is just so like humbling and shocking and weird and beautiful and it was just like so surreal so Thank you for taking such good care of my dear friend, Alma, and all of your beauty. And I, like, really enjoyed my time with y'all eating breakfast the next morning. And sorry we got there so early, but I'm really thankful we got to hang out. <laughs> At one point, she had literally five midwives in her room. Wow. And we were all watching Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and also, if you guys are listening from Portland, check out that birth center because it's amazing. Yeah, it really is magic. You'll get really phenomenal care there. They go, Yeah, they do, like, a full postpartum day afterwards. So you get, like, a sits bath. And you get what? food ordered and wow. you get a shower. It's crazy. And, Hello. and their center is stunning. They have like themed rooms and all that. There's like mosaics in some of them that are like I, along with the theme. It's really great. I wow. have not looked at that center up yet. But yeah, I'm you should. To. It's amazing. I was yeah. like asking her all these questions and um, I was being really extra, but well, <laughs> it was great. That sounds beautiful. I got shot on the foot with amniotic fluid. Yeah, I was just that gonna did change not that. happen <laughs> to me. I was just going to change the subject to something different. That sounds great. I got baptized with amniotic fluid. That was That's, fun. It's good luck. I wasn't even wearing socks. I was wearing like sandal shoes. So it shot right down into my shoe and then it gushed around for a Ew. while. I did that to Rachel. Yeah. My water broke on her foot. Yeah. She was so That's excited. That's a sign of true friendship. No, she, your water broke on my foot. Was it your foot? It was my foot. <gasps> it hit Rachel too. Oh, it, it was just was like. Definitely Absolutely landed hit Rachel. on my foot, though. Yeah, because she was super it excited. It was when I was trying to get you out of the tub to go to the bathroom. Yep. And I was 
leading you that direction. You're like, it's just not happening. And then your water <laughs> broke on my foot. And I was like, well, something's happening. Something. Also, Jess, where is the good luck from that birth right now? <laughs> that, like, it wore off. Did it wear off? It was seven years, seven and a half not years that ago. that one. Or more oh, the one I just one. did. Yeah, because that birth that I got hit with amniotic fluid was actually only five days ago. Yeah, that was short-lived. I had so many good births this month that I think that I used up all my good birth luck. <laughs> Oh, that's like Allie. When Allie had yeah. her spectacular birth, that everybody else I, suffered for it. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes. Sometimes the universe just likes to mess with people. It really does. Well, I had a, a super memorable birth because it was my fourth baby with yeah. someone. Oh, yeah. How'd it go? Amazing. So amazing. It yeah. Was, I got your good your good birth luck it was you so guys are so connected that you amazing. transfer yes. amniotic luck between the two of you she she has she typically has really large babies and this time and her so pushing phases are usually pretty difficult and this time i was like this time the baby's just gonna fall out and she's yeah. like well that's what i'm praying for but i just don't know and that is exactly what happened that's awesome it was so amazing and beautiful and i loved it and then it was just awesome. It was so awesome. And then I got to see all of them together at her home when I did her postpartum Aww. visit. And I was Aww. like, I helped all of you. Oh, that's so weird. It was really cool. I and it hit way. me how old I was in that moment. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I not how old you are, how long you've been doing birth work. Yes, which equates to years yeah. and <laughs> makes me older. And then I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were like, and this expert, and she is a true expert in this field because she's been doing it for 20, we 20 years. And I was like, oh my God, I'm hitting 16. I'm so old. You're almost an expert. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I have another quasi birth story that I can talk yeah. about. We'll too. do that after the break. But okay. that happens to me a lot. I get, like I'll go to the park or somewhere where like we're in a community where I've helped a lot of babies be born. It's and I'm just so like, neat. it's so I'm like, and that one, and that one, and that one, and that yeah. one, and that one. The other day I, I was it. at um, a barbecue at my friend's house and her I had helped her landlord with her babies, but then I had also helped her with her babies and all the kids were running around the backyard. And I was like, it's like my little farm of babies I watched come out <laughs> that I never spoke to again because I hate kids. I feel terrible because no. sometimes I lose the details like <laughs> names, but like I remember like the birth, but I will never forget. Like I was walking with Juliana one day who's been like doing births for decades in this area. Her brain is like a steel trap oh my of God. names and baby weights. Like a, like a 20 year old walked up to her and was like, you were on my birth. And she's like, Oh my God, like you're Sarah. Like I remember you. And I'm like, who are you? She's like, you wait. <laughs> She's amazing. Seven pounds, four ounces, yeah. and you're 21 inches long. Your mom pushed for three hours. <laughs> she what? blows She blows my mind. Her memory is amazing. Yeah, she's. it's because she walks like 5,000 miles every day. Is that what she needs to do? Because I would walk 500 miles. Walk. <laughs> no, I wouldn't actually walk that Well, many I would miles. walk 500 more. <laughs> yeah. Just to be the one. The, the woe man. All right, are we going to break? Whoa, so do it. Whoa, man. Whoa, <laughs> man. Stop doing my job. Yeah, we're going to break. Stole All right. My heart and my cat. <laughs> See you in a minute. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So, the sponsor for today's podcast is once again our Patreon account. 
So what do you get for being one of our patrons? So today, we recorded some behind-the-scenes footage of us recording our podcast. Probably will get more than you could ever want from us, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes we do weird, crazy dance videos. Sometimes we roll in the snow in our bathing suits, because why not? Yeah, so basically the point of this is, is that we would love to have you as a patron of our podcast if you become a patron there are three different levels of monetary support and each level gives you different perks um so yeah check out our patreon account it's www.patreon.com slash wine about birth and we would love to have you on the wine about birth patreon team cheers cheers welcome back from that delightful break short and sweet our shortest ever you know after all this time, because, like, you were gone, I'm going to be gone, Kim's about to be gone, we really need to have a day that is just, like, a hangout day, for sure. No, I don't think we need to hang out at all. I think we need to work. <laughs> I think, I think our problem is that we don't, we, we don't work enough. I think I we know. need a day of recording so many episodes, so on days like today, when mm. we're all, like going crazy we don't have to record that is a good thought if yeah. we can ever we, harness our energy to do that we should we will i feel like we are going through a transition right now yes and we're gonna come out better for it this summer yes we will so this summer will be our power I think summer we said that last i think fall. we've been saying this since <laughs> like we were born i mean we said that last fall but then like we did some things we did but then covid was in like full swing and hey did you guys hear they're vaccinating kids now i don't want any opinions on it i was just putting I did. it out there and i heard that they are experimentally vaccinating babies yeah so then they said they didn't realize that no one would get vaccinated they thought everyone would jump at it and we're only at 30 percent as well, opposed i do know to a lot of people who have jumped at it me too. Yeah. We know so many yeah. people I who are vaccinated. I can't believe it's only at 30% right I, now. Yeah, that surprised me because I feel like it's has shifted so that it's weird if you haven't. It yeah. feels like that's an awkward conversation. Yeah, I, but I also just think it's because people who haven't aren't talking about it. True. Oh, maybe. Maybe. That could be true. But um, I don't know. I read an article this week that said that they might have come to the conclusion that they are not going to reach quote unquote herd immunity levels from the vaccination because no. there's so many people refusing it. Right. And so the the takeaway from that article was like we're just gonna have to go back to normal regardless. But I don't know if that's actually the takeaway. I don't think people are gonna be able to do that for themselves. Unfortunately people are too like wigged out. Well I thought it was funny and this this is not me giving it okay, the funny part is my opinion. I'm not giving a statement on it. I'm just saying on the news this morning they said the reason they opened it to kids is because they have all these vaccines and they really thought more people would get them. But because more adults aren't getting them, they're opening it to the children. There's so many so people, now especially children, in Europe, who want vaccines who don't have access to them, though. I know. That's what Chuck was saying. But that, so now all the parents that got vaccinated can then take their kids to be vaccinated. But that doesn't mean more adults or more families will be vaccinated. No. So really none of it makes sense. And that's it. I just thought that was interesting. It's also fun. Isn't it? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. You know what I did find out? What? Florida released all of their COVID restrictions. They are just back to normal. I think DC did as well. And then ours is June. Is it June 11th? 
Yeah. All of ours is going, yeah. Well, I'm just super excited that we can sit at bar stools again. I know. <laughs> really, really miss those That was getting really stools. old. Like Having to stand around the bar We're not the being allowed to stand around the bar. Come so on. if you go somewhere to drink by yourself like an alcoholic, you have to just sit at a whole table by yourself. That never <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I brought any of that up. It just I don't either. I just thought it was shocking. Yeah. So yeah. I'll start by saying about our births that we did this month. I had two births also that really interesting labor pattern. So I had another birth that happened last week. And so the mom was having contractions on and off throughout the day, but they were super far apart. Same thing. And so then like the dad ended up texting me and was like, they're like eight to 10 minutes apart, but she's in so much pain. Like, can you come see her? And um, I was already in Winchester and I was like, if she's in that much pain, like maybe you should come to the center. And so they ended up coming to the center. They ended up calling me. And this was another similarity between her and the other birth I did last week. Their contractions were not close together, but then they started having a lot of bleeding, which it wasn't like super abnormal, but it was abnormal enough that you're like, is that just bloody show or what's happening, especially with how far apart the contractions are. So anyway, they decided to meet me at the center because that made them nervous. So we get to the center and her contractions were not eight to ten minutes apart anymore. They were like two minutes apart. Didn't you tell this story last week? No, no. I did not. Oh, I um, so anyway, so then I end up being like, oh, my gosh, she's about to have her baby like any time now. So anyway, like the midwife got there shortly after she had her baby shortly after everything was completely normal and great. Um, it was just so interesting to me, like how quickly those contraction patterns changed from like this could just be prodromal labor, labor, early labor to like your baby's coming out. And then the same thing happening with the mom I did like four days later and the amount of blood. So it was just very interesting. Yeah. I don't know if their cervix just like opened up all at once, like a trap door or something. It really is like yeah, all these funky labor patterns are really throwing off my perception <laughs> of like what, how people's progression. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like I said, same thing with my friend, like she had contractions. I don't think her contractions ever got closer than like they did eventually get to every three minutes, but they were at every five from the beginning, basically. Yeah. And they never really got closer together. Yeah. So, so interesting. So I've been having to go more by like how hard they're working and how much pain mm -hmm. they're in and then by distance of contractions, which is so interesting because we talked about that with my mom last mm -hmm. week. Not that birth, but the, the contractions. Kim, didn't you say you had a birth story to share? Well, I don't want to share the whole story. It was just, it was really, really cool for two reasons. And she's actually going to send me her birth story because she's it's just so happy with the whole experience after um, her first birth, but she controlled her whole labor. Yeah. She wasn't, she came in and then she would contract and then she would not. Which is like the opposite of what we tell people. Like right. you can't control your labor right. with your brain. And I have told the story where the mom came in and then she wanted to enjoy her family having champagne and celebrating her. So she stopped her birth, but that's the only time I've ever seen it happen to that extent. But this mom was literally stopping her labor like nothing was happening and I thought oh maybe this is prodromal or whatever but then she was like eight nine centimeters and I was wow. like how is this happening and then she'd be like I guess I'll get in the water and then she'd get in the water she'd have a few and then be like eh, I'm gonna stop like what like she just would stop 
She would just stop. Because she wanted to rest? I don't know. She, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see. I want to see what she says because she just said she remembers so much of her labor so vividly. I'm interested in reading what she yeah. remembers. Which is also the opposite of most people because they right. go primal and she, they it don't. Was, it's all fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so crazy. So it was really cool because I could tell Katie and I both, like, she needed to push. Yeah. She needed to push. She was going to push. But she just she wasn't feeling it. That's my. That's how I remember just it. Just not going to. Just not going to do it. So she just labored down, or did she just not have contractions. No, she just didn't do it. She just didn't. She just didn't push. She and she didn't have contractions. Didn't. Or I don't did. remember what happened. They're very spaced apart to the point where I'm like, get everything ready because her uterus isn't going to contract. Like they were so far apart. So then I was like, why don't you go sit on the toilet? Because nobody can say no to the toilet. Like, yeah. No one can sit on the toilet and not and feel not pushy. Push. And truly, within a minute, she made the sound. And so I was like, I'm just going to reach my hand into, okay, that is a baby's head. Yeah. (laughs) So you should get off the toilet. And it wasn't out. It was just there. And then she looked at me like, I don't think so. And I was like, no, I really think if you just fall forward onto your hands and knees, that would be good. Or have your baby on the toilet. I don't care. And with that, her husband was like, wait, what? And I was like, I mean, we can't make her get up. And yeah. she was like, all right. So she leaned forward onto her hands and knees and then just didn't. Just didn't push. What? I could see the baby's head. It's right there. And I'm like, so I'm rubbing her back. And she was like, I just don't want to. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Just like I did with Max. Yeah. No. Not happening. And so I was like, listen. And everyone's like, no, you got to push. And I was like, you know what? Don't push. It's fine. I'm rubbing her back. I get it. I've been here. It sucks. You just lay on this bathroom floor. You do your thing. When you want to push, you do that. And if you don't, it's fine. But your baby's not going to be great in that position for a whole lot longer. So maybe think about it. Yeah. She was like, you know, like, like, oh, you guys are all annoying me, making me have this baby. So then I was like, well, since you're not contracting because you're deciding it's not time yet, why don't you get in the tub and then you can have your baby in the water? And she thought about it. I don't know. Oh my god! And her husband was like, "Listen, just let I'll help you." And so she did. She stood up with the head visible and got into the tub. And then I said, "Hey, why don't you just enjoy a moment? Just relax for a minute. And when you're ready, you push that baby out." And she was like, "Okay." And she did enjoy a damn moment. I feel like we've had so many moms recently who don't go primal. No, yeah. she never did. She like, thought, she thought the whole thing through. Yeah. And then she she did in the last moment when the when as the baby was coming, you could see her eyes glaze over. And then I was like, oh, here we go. And she pushed her baby out into her husband's arms. Mm-hmm. And then he and I've never seen <laughs> oh, it. I've said so for 15, 16 years now, I've said I've never had a dad receive a baby and then not hand it over. Usually they don't. They're like, ah, baby. And then they yeah. like quickly. And he took that baby. And just, ah, just and like, oh it. my gosh, pulled it. Pulled the <laughs> was he in the tub with her? His, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, he was in there. I'm just imagining him like awkwardly hunched over the tub, no, like no. not letting go. No, he got in there. He pulled that baby to his chest and he did all the same things the moms usually do. Like it, it just like dawned on him. Oh my gosh, this baby is my baby. And he's like, ah, and then the tears. And it was so, because per- I looked at the mom like, is this okay? And the mom 
had been in her head the whole time. So she finally went primal and she needed a minute. Mm -hmm. So I was like, no, we're good because she's just still glazed over. She's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of moms. She goes, I think she said like the baby came out and he's, she goes, well, that was a lot. Like, (laughs) and I was like, just take a minute. So it took for so long that he hold that baby that finally Katie goes, so can you just, can we just give, let's hand the baby over. (laughs) And he goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then like, and I'm like, don't be sorry. That was so beautiful. I wish it was that, amazing. I wish they got a picture of that. I do too. And yeah. and they might actually they do. She said she was gonna send me pictures because they awesome. had a doula who took pictures. Aww. So it was the first time in forever that I saw a woman just decide when to contract. And the first time I have ever, ever in over fifteen years seen a dad receive a baby and keep it. Yeah. And it was so beautiful. And then that mm-hmm. fourth time baby is so beautiful. I just have had fantastic fantastic birth the majority of my births i did this month were like super super great um i just wanted to say about that moment that it is so funny with the dad so the birth the last birth i did um that mom worked so hard like so 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 hard to the point where and 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 he was just so encouraging and so loving and when she wanted to give up he's like you know you got this babe you know you got this babe And then when the baby finally came out, because you know when you're in those, like, moments, like, the times where it's like, is the baby going to come out? What's going to happen? Like, it can feel so awful awful, and just, like, just not good. There's no end to it. Yes. And so then when the baby finally came out... He was so excited. His face in the photos was just like, "Oh, I saw." Yeah, it. we have this amazing photo where like the baby's like actually halfway out, and she's like pulling the baby the rest of the way out of her body. His and expression his face is amazing. Is just like a light with like Aww. joy. And is this was, on social media? No, I haven't oh, put it on social okay. media. It's private. It's private. Um, but that's then, fine. I just was. I would love to see. But it. then, like, um, talking, he was just like, "Oh my gosh." I'm so proud of you. You worked so hard and you actually did. Oh, and you're so amazing. Uh-oh. And so then like afterwards at the postpartum, I went to their house and they're like lying in bed together. We're helping her nurse. And I was asking his like how he processed the birth. And he was just like, I just am so in awe of her. And just watching her do that was so romantic and I feel like it brought us so much closer and I loved it so much and I'm so happy that like that we did it that way even when it got hard and I was like oh gosh it makes it all worth it I feel like so many men would never expect to f- or partners would like never expect to feel that way about Maybe they don't know the how birth. to verbalize it yeah but i feel like so many of our dads are like so in awe of that moment and like all of their like fears around like what's it gonna look like how am i gonna feel mm-hmm. during it like are so blown away by what's going on yeah and i just like wish men more men like trusted that or like knew that because it's so powerful well then the other birth that i did just right before that like i know that th- that dad because they have other kids had been kind of unsure like i feel a little bit weird about giving birth at this place that's not in the hospital or whatever and so then she ended up having her baby she was the one who had her baby super quickly and he was like so hands-on so in it and afterwards I asked him about it and um he was like oh man I love that it was just like so different and so amazing and so easy and she goes hey that 
was that's so much harder than I expected. Yeah. Like, whenever yeah, I, yeah. whenever a dad's like, it looks so easy. I was like, yeah. It's like, you got to be careful throwing around that E word. <laughs> yeah. Don't use the E word. Chuck did that, remember? Yes. In the moment, he's like, this is the easiest thing we've ever done. And I was like, I, I kill will kill you right you. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian did that to me. He was like, that was so easy. And I was like, uh, you drank an entire bottle of wine while I was pushing this baby out of yeah. my badge. <laughs> sure it was easy don't I use actually, the e-word my friend used the easy used the word easy when she was describing her labor so she was amazing she like had perjomo for days so she technically didn't sleep for three nights she's like one of the three nighters that you just like pray never happens and you don't know how they do it but she was a magical she slept in between her contractions for three days so like even if she only slept in 10 hour increments for three days 10 she's, minute increments yeah she slept oh, i was like 10 hours that's awesome oh did i say hours yeah. sorry hour increments i I wish Gosh, um, man those 10 hour increments goals. of sleep are just, it just barely rough. gets you through yeah. <laughs> um, i really thought we were having a baby last night so i set my alarm every night to get the kids up for school and i went to bed so early it said i had nine hours and 58 oh, minutes wow. and, I was like, mm-hmm. and i will take them and, and he- i did and yes. here we are i also really thought we were having a baby last night but alas we did I not we were having a baby every night for the last like week and a half <laughs> yes you, have you thought, thought that. that for the last three weeks <laughs> yeah oh my goodness so anyways like she was one of those that you just hope never happens right like hope they never miss those three nights and then she, but she did she just slept all the time it was magical it was just like the mom you dream about who listens to like your advice and just sleeps and sleeps and sleeps so then like at one point she's like she'd been she'd been feeling pushy at that point so i think she was probably had like a lip but and she was like yeah active labor was a little and she was definitely in transition and i like, told her that she was like oh really and she was like yeah. i was like yeah you're in transition and she's like oh well active labor has just been like easier than i thought it would be and i was I like love well this is what happens when you sleep yeah. it's yeah. magical well it's fine <laughs> if the mom uses the e-word right it's just not okay if the dad i just can't remember the, the last e-word. time i had a mom use the e-word that's kind of like women can use the c-word but men cannot yes mm-hmm. that is true it's fair. I love using the C word. I love this. I don't ever do that, actually. <laughs> I would I, never. I do it all the time. Oh, I do too. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Basically, the moral of this month is, is, is we that know nothing. We know nothing. <laughs> Women are amazing. Which is always our moral. <laughs> I'm only going to start talking about good things happening in birth because we keep like predicting the future. Um, but yeah, just like also. I don't know, like some months get crazy and I know it's going to get crazy again soon. I know October is going to be <sighs> insane this in the membrane. Been, Jen keeps getting more births than I am attending. And so I feel like this is my super calm before the super storm. Yeah. And I'm just enjoying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm about to be off call. and I really think that we could all use like a little camping trip. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. But I'm kind of gone for the rest of the month. So yeah, we'll have to do it after I was you gonna get say, back. I feel like we're not going to actually see each other again for at least another two weeks. <laughs> Listen, I know you guys are against this whole recording without me thing. But I've, I actually have always felt okay ouch. about recording with just two people if we need to. We can do it. You have but, to because I'm leaving. But, yes. But we're going to record again before you leave. It's going to it's going to happen. Are we? So, yes. No, we are. you're not. Yeah. So Yeah. All the moms that we've had this month have been phenomenal and amazing. And you've all once again taught us something about birth, even after hundreds and hundreds of births. 
and life being amazing and keeping us on our toes i've learned birth lessons i've learned life (laughs) lessons um (laughs) yeah you have learned some life lessons we've learned that our village will really pull us through (laughs) yes it's been a month of growth um i think so the only well, I just want to say thank you again to all the Patreon people yes. because every time people sign up for Patreon, I just I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why are you helping us? I don't understand. But we, uh, why? But thanks we for do, having faith in us. We do love it because we are going to have to at some point in time make some money off of this to make it something that we can actually keep doing, even though it is pretty fun ish so <laughs> yeah we, have we a good just time. have so much to plan and we need to do it yeah anyway thank you guys yeah. thanks for again. listening to us process yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so and just remember again if you guys ever have a birth story you want to share as we can share it as our birth story of the week if you ever have suggestions for episodes um we love getting your emails and also for all the people who have been emailing us or commenting on our social media posts like we adore that thank you so much and we so, are taking the um you guys have made several suggestions for episodes, which we are doing. We just, we keep using pre-recorded <laughs> episodes yes. because we keep getting called to birth. So yes. eventually we will do it. We are going to do all of those things that we have promised. And the only other thing that we have to say is cheers. cheers.